0: This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, where I share what God is saying about current events, future events, the nations, and often what He is specifically saying to the body of Christ. I'll talk about prophetic utterances, visions, dreams, and miracles, and show how it's all connected to the voice of a real living Savior. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all, this is Troy Black. So, I have a prophetic message and a vision from the Holy Spirit about the COVID virus. So, this video might be a little odd. I'm actually going to start out by praying Holy Spirit, I just ask that your presence would be here with every person listening, with myself first, Lord, that you would just give me the words to say that my words would no longer be mine but yours, God, that you would speak to people's hearts as well who are listening, Lord. That if there's anything I say that's not from you or not correct, Lord, that you would override it with your Holy Spirit, and they would hear you instead, Lord. And I just ask, God, that you would help us all to focus our eyes on Jesus Christ today and to be abiding in him every moment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So I'm going to get started. So I had, I had several visions, and I do want to say this in advance. I don't always fully understand everything I either see you know, sometimes the Lord gives me visions, other times He speaks to me, you know, through His still small voice. I don't always understand everything He either shows me or shares with me, but my heart is to be obedient, and when He asks me to share something publicly, I try to do it to the best of my ability. So that's what I'm doing here. So I may need a little grace today, um, but here we go. So <laughs> I was praying, um, this was back on July 20th. And I started to see these vivid visions, very vivid images of baseball players on a baseball field. So I saw the green grass, you know, the dirt, the white lines, the stadium, a very large stadium. It was definitely pro baseball. Um, and <laughs> there was these uh, these players catching the balls, throwing the balls. And and one thing I noticed was there was a lot of light, you know, a lot of those stadium lights hitting and reflecting. And one thing I specifically saw as I was essentially watching this scene play out was I saw the baseball hit, you know, like like someone swang the bat, hit the ball. It was a fly ball, and it actually was a home run. It flew up over the outfield and landed in the stadiums. And it was as if, like, I'm watching through the lens of a camera, and it was like the camera zoomed in and focused on the audience for a second where the ball hit, kind of like when they show you a baseball game on TV. And the ball lands in the stadium, and I saw that the stadium was packed with people, full of people, And then I heard a prophetic message that went along with this vision from the Holy Spirit. And I wrote it down. This is what he said. This season is not going to go as expected. He's talking about the coming season. And I immediately got this understanding from the Lord that this was a parallel between baseball and the COVID virus. And so when he's saying this season, he could be talking about the baseball season, you know, it's it's referred to as a season. And the time frame that we're about to go into when in regards to COVID. So this season is not going to go as expected. Baseball is going to make a comeback and will be trendy for a while. So if you didn't know this, and I honestly, you know, I, I could have guessed this, but I didn't know for sure. I had to look it up. Um, but just in recent years, the last couple decades, baseball has actually been on the decline as far as popularity goes when uh, compared to other sports. So there's two specific things, I believe the Holy Spirit was trying to show me here. One is, this is a word of knowledge about the sport of baseball. He's saying there's going to be this uh, trendy uh, rise, you know, of popularity again when it comes to baseball at some point in the future, you know, that it is going to make a comeback in in one sense. um, That comeback, as as far as I can tell from what he's saying, is not going to last, you know. It's going to be more of like, hey, it's trendy again for a season. And then also that the, uh, when it comes to the COVID virus, that this thing is not going to go away entirely, but there is going to be a rise of normality again, what the world would consider normality, you know? And I do believe normality <laughs> uh, is not the same in the kingdom of God. You know, I, I think there's something that God is wanting us as believers to get out of this COVID experience, this COVID uh, tragedy, if I can say it that way, and that is that our normal should never have been the normal, you know, like like the 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 amount that we that we have needed God in this season. That should be our new normal. And that's and I actually released an entire message about that uh, this past year. And I think I call I think it was called something like what God told me about the new normal. So go look that up if you want to find out more about that. But this is another prophetic word that God gave me about COVID specifically. Uh, this was from August fourteenth. He said, you've been through a season of misinformation, misapplication, and missing in action faith. And then he said, I'm changing that. So obviously, misinformation, misapplication, you know, that, that happens in any sort of uh, tragedy when people are involved trying to set things straight, right? Could, and it could happen no matter which side of the, the fence you fall on. And I'm not going to get into those details, but what I believe stood out to me here was the, the, that phrase, missing in action faith, missing in action faith. There is an expectation of a level of faith that God was wanting his people to move at in this past season. And I believe as, as a whole, as the body of Christ, we have in some ways missed that expectation. We've it, We've in some ways missed that standard. And this is not a judgment, but rather I believe it's a call to rise up higher. It's a call to respond to the grace of God today and to walk by faith, which means we're, we're walking based on a firm belief in what God has said, not based on what the world is saying, not even based on what our own minds are telling us, you know, but rather based on what God has clearly said. So I'm going to jump back uh, to that baseball picture, vision the Holy Spirit gave me. He continued to speak about the, these images I was seeing, and this is what he said. He said, will you be in the stands or will you be in the game?" Now, he's specifically talking to believers here. And he said, I'm looking for sons and daughters who are willing to swing with all their might. When I heard that phrase, swing with all their might, I just got this sense of emotion from the Lord. It was like this sense of, um, of, of deep longing. And then he said, I'm looking for sons and daughters who are willing to swing with all their might to give me all they've got, to sacrifice their all in response to my love. And then he said, those are the ones I want on my field. And as he was saying this, um, I, I actually got a, uh, I got this parallel in my mind between the baseball field and the missionary field. So I'm going to read a verse real quick, and then I'm going to explain that. Luke 9, 23 says, And he was saying to them all, this is Jesus, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. This is a direct picture of that expectation that I was talking about that the Holy Spirit had for this past season. That 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 uh that level of faith that He's wanting us as believers to walk at. See, what I believe about a national tragedy, an international tragedy, is that it is always an opportunity for revival to take place. But that only happens depending on how God's people respond. It only happens depending on how deep into his word, his presence, his Holy Spirit we go in that season, in that moment. And Jesus is actually saying here, if we want to be his disciples, if we want to follow him, if we want to come after him at all, we, we've, got to, we've got to literally deny our own, ourself. Do you know what? Okay, here's what I'm going to try to paint a picture of what that means. Denying oneself means taking the dreams I have from my life and throwing them out the window, if God asks me to. You know, it doesn't matter that those things, it doesn't mean those things will never happen. It just means I'm willing to set them aside to any extent he asks me to. And in fact, I choose to set them aside and I'm only gonna pull those back out if he leads me to. See, that? that's kind of a, that's a crazy type of faith, but that is honestly the level that Jesus is talking about here. He's saying we must take up our cross daily and follow him. Taking up a cross means being willing to go through suffering, persecution, the things that he went through. Not not going through those things to try to earn our status or our, our identity in him, but rather going through those things because we know who we are in him based on what he did for us, and we're just responding to his love. We're just giving love back to him because we've received so much. And then follow, and then when he says, and follow me, and follow me, that implies this close relationship, this intimate walk with Jesus. It implies that we're hearing his voice. <laughs> All right, so people always comment and say, why do you laugh randomly during your videos? Like, what is that? And it, uh, it's, just, it's literally just my response to feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit sometimes. Um, <laughs> Jesus has asked me, to make these kind of videos, he's asked me to share these words that he's giving me, and so if I if I was to roll on the floor and laugh for half the video, I personally believe that uh, I wouldn't be do, doing a good job of sharing what he's asked me to share, and so uh, yeah, sometimes it looks like random laughter, um, and I'm just gonna roll with it. This this is what uh, this is the other thing that, that God gave me. I heard tears attached to swing with all their might tears. So it was this deep emotion I was talking about, this deep longing, but also tears that the Holy Spirit was feeling. You know, the Holy Spirit is a person, and he can be grieved. He can be saddened. That means he experiences emotion. And as he was essentially sharing this emotion with me, I, I couldn't help but think of the tears that the father must have been shedding when he was watching his son hanging on the cross. You know, the, the tears that he had when he was watching his only begotten son give his all for his sake, for the sake of the father, because God asked him to. He was he was being obedient to the point of death. And there I believe there's two tears mixed in there. One is the the tears that God shed when he sees his children suffering. The other one is the tears of this joy of they were willing to be obedient even to death. They were willing to do whatever I asked them to do. Uh, Paul talks about the heroes of the faith, people like Noah, people like Moses, people like Abraham. These are people in the Bible who literally were willing to give their all for the sake of God's word, for the sake of what he had asked them to do. That's what God is looking for now as well. And revival is going to spring out of that. When we become those people when we when we say, you know what? This life is so short and I would rather be doing what God has asked me to do than have the life that I want. When we when we choose to take that position and that's what we start acting on, we are going to see revival. And I think one of the temptations we have as believers, especially, you know, if you're if you uh, watch charismatic teaching or anything like that or you've ever, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Gone and studied past revivals, that kind of stuff. You know, one thing I've noticed is charismatic teachers like to talk about past revivals a lot. You know, and and, and even the people that were involved there. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm not I'm not trying to put that down. But in, but what I'm saying is, I think one of the temptations when we hear that kind of stuff or we study that kind of stuff, is to think, okay, of course that happened because this was some crazy man or woman of God. This was some amazing apostle or prophet of God or you know or missionary or evangelist or whatever and, and and they had this crazy calling on their life so of course Revival came from their life and that is just a lie <laughs> it's a lie you know what Paul says about the people the the heroes of the faith he says they were just like us those people were just like you and me they chose to respond to the love of the Father. The Lord put a specific couple on my heart, um, and it's Heidi and Ronald uh, Baker. And I hope I got his name right. <laughs> um, but you probably heard Heidi Baker's name at one point. And this is what he said about them. He said, they have given everything for my sake. And then he said this, and it kind of shocked me. He said, they've given their lives in response to the gospel. Not their experience, and I think that's the temptation. We think, well, well, people like them have experienced these amazing manifestations of the presence, and that's what motivated them, motivated them to go move to a third world country and give their life away for the sake of Christ. And that's just not true, <laughs> you know. Those spiritual experiences, man, that can be that can be like a spark. It can be like a jump start, sure, but that's not going to carry you through your entire life. Not, that's not what's going to get you up every day in a difficult situation and cause you to pick up your cross for Jesus Christ. What's going to cause that to happen in your life is if you have a clear and true understanding of the gospel. If if you fully have grasped what God did through his grace, that's what's going to motivate you. That's what Paul said. You know, he said, it's not. it wasn't me that did all this stuff. This is Paul the apostle talking, Right? And he said, it was not I, but the grace of God working through me. Something the Lord uh, specifically said to me recently. Um, it, was, it, was, it was about the same thing. You know, I was having this thought that, like, man, he's giving me prophecies of revival, you know. And I've seen these past revivals and things like that. One of the things he shared with me recently is revival is happening here, right here in this video. What the Holy Spirit's looking for, and I, I hear this from him right now. What he's looking for are men and women of God to stand up and believe that God is going to do the same thing today through us that he did all throughout scripture. And that is where revival starts. This is Troy Black, and you've been listening to My Prophetic Journal. If you'd like to support this ministry, find out how on troyblackvideos.com. You'll also find links to my YouTube videos, books, blog posts, and more. That's troyblackvideos.com. I hope you'll join me again for another entry of My Prophetic Journal.